0: Hello. Hey, Shannon. <laughs> Hi. So, do you feel like you have also aged many years in bachelor I'm- world the last week? <laughs> Please allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm an entirely new person. Uh, I'm I am born again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I actually It's interesting that you say that because it really does feel I I didn't express that sentiment to you but I've been feeling that way I feel like a more I
0: don't want to say mature but definitely older version of myself you know what I also feel like too is I feel like I feel like finally the rest of the world is coming down as far as we are into this bachelor world of this bachelor pit i also think that uh shout out to bachelor clues who constantly on game of roses and his own instagram constantly says that the bachelor is the biggest the bachelor franchise all the shows are the biggest representation of american society as is right now and if what events of this week have not proven that to people who watch this show they are in denial because it is a one-to-one, one-to-one American life, bachelor, they are equal, they are the same. And it is absolutely impossible to deny that now after the literal shit show that was fucking Chris Harrison running his mouth to his own like child oh, not like child but like Rachel Lindsay being having been a I mean, bachelor. the way like, he fucking like, speaks to her. Well, uh, like I was actually me? well you know I was genuinely this is another thing I was genuinely triggered listening to him speak to her when I was watching that interview because I've had that conversation and I'm not a black woman I can't even imagine I will never imagine never know what it's like to be Rachel having to fucking listen to that but I all I know is my own experience of watching him. I have had that conversation with these fucking racist ass Republicans, okay? And they are all like that. Like people, I have so many people are like, wow, Chris Harrison really said that. Why did he say that? What? Like, it's because they are all like that. They, <laughs> it just happened to be Mercury retrograde and he decided that he needed to open his fucking mouth. <laughs> he was, okay. Oh. So,
1: <clears throat> for any listeners who don't know, there was oh God, um, <laughs> some fucking shenanigans that happened, like just downright. Okay, okay. I have a so so. Chris Harrison, we can agree. Um, uh, also, for any listeners who haven't seen us on YouTube and don't follow our Instagram too closely, we are both white women. Um, just so <laughs> we jump off there, and um, I okay. So there is nobody, nobody in media right now. Who in theory has had as much media coaching as Chris Harrison? Chris Harrison is, yes, should be the most professional of the bland white men that are paid to narrate
0: things, right? So they're paid to be on our screen to move shows along, like just host He's, things. Like it's like him and Ryan. But C. let's add the fucking insult, though. Ellen. They're so
1: popular. <laughs> literally let us add the insult i I, like i total offense meant but like chris harrison is as successful as he is because he is so fucking boring and palatable imagine imagine being so well paid for literally being a piece of fucking
0: wonder bread (laughs) imagine eight million dollars a year and he like walked into this show what like luck luck wise like Chris Harrison's journey like so not that I would like support not that I would support listening to this now but Chris Harrison does have an interview with Nick Vial on his podcast Nick Vial's podcast from like it was I think it was done in 2019 it was during Hannah B's season because they were actively talking about uh, her and Luke P but there were other tidbits of shit that he would say and he you know he was just like a regular old fucking sports broadcast journalist like which is also that what he went
1: to school for because yes. I could not for the life of me fucking find yes. what Chris he Harris may have been
0: in. he may have been like he's essentially you know he obviously didn't go to Mizzou right but he's like that like he's a broadcast yes that is what he did he um and he was a sports broadcaster prior to being on The Bachelor and then he moved to California was doing I think it we said he was he was broadcasting for the Dodge fuck I don't remember but he was like on the radio and. He was on and, and and doing shit like that. What's shocking
1: and like what was so telling about it is that he is the most like media yeah. trained person in television
0: right now. This,
1: and that was the least professional.
0: It was insane. It was insane. Like that gave me the vibes to, of the girl who told Gail King, like, enough, Gail. Oh my God. Yeah, when people get really unhinged <laughs> on news channels. Like, I think about, oh I think God. about even like, what's her face? Um, catch me outside about that, whatever the fuck on Dr. Phil. Like, uh, um, Danielle Bergoli. I know that, yeah. Name. And okay. so she, her, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know her, I, d- like, I don't I know, her. know of her. Like, <laughs> like I, ooh. um, you know, I live on the internet, so I can't avoid it, but uh, anyway, but it's if that's a, that sense, like, you don't see people being that unhinged on TV anymore. And his level of unhinged was a full blown, like. I, like, it was like, uh, I'm a, like, white man, and I'm just, like, so pissed that, you know, we all are piling under this poor white girl, oh, no, 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 like, give grace for Rachel Kirkconnell. And oh, he did that word vomit thing,
1: though, because it's, oh, like, yeah. no one oh, asked God. him
0: about, no one brought up politics, it and was? he's, like, and then the voting records, and, like, i well, no. So So, he did, okay, so. Huh. All right, recap this interview, right? I'm sorry, he so, lost his fucking mind. It's so so funny. Rachel literally spoke no. a single question. So, and this interview or the, the the chunk of the interview that we like heard and that is like very viral, right? Is like 10 minutes long, 10 to 13 minutes long, or somewhere around there. She asks one question about the Rachel Kirkconnell scandal, which we have discussed about the sorority, the fraternity party, the old south parties. And Chris unravels fully. Like he tries at first to say, oh, well, you know, we need to let her speak. I.E. we need to let her speak on women tell all slash after the final rose when she wins, probably at now, this point. We have to because to stall until she. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we her- have to stall. So I'm stalling for her, but I'm now failing at stalling. Like he, I think that they actively were like, like he probably was prompted. To, to stall or to say something of that sort, but he, something in his brain broke because it's like something, again, like you said, something in his training, because again, I should not, Chris Harrison is for sure, no doubt racist. Everything we saw of Chris Harrison, I feel like is his true being, is the true person he is. However, what I'm saying was unraveling was the media training that you mentioned. Like his ability to keep his fucking cool on TV just fucking left the window uh, out of the picture. His his buddy up bronus to Matt. We he didn't learn a thing. Nothing. Nothing happened. No. Nothing. Okay. And for him to so he unravels and is trying to defend Rachel in a we just need to give her grace, let her speak. But then, but then he decides. He decides to say that this party was oh I saw one picture of one girl at a party five years ago I'm so- Chris I know that time is fake and 2020 is absurd but um, 2018 was not five years ago and uh- <laughs> also he then also multiple times called her 18. Um, and kept referring to her as a young girl. And of course, as we the the common imagery of like white victims being um, oh, they're young. They're like, oh, they just like, don't know any better. So like, that poor little Please. girl was just like coerced into going to that party. She was I forced to, be to wear protected. the costume. Mm. She was forced to smile in the pictures. She's just like, okay, a like, sweet like Alexis. Duck. <laughs> I literally like the pictures david he was forced to do it she didn't mean it at all ever like no but actually only liking all of her other friends pictures and smiling and all it's oh my god it's like it's like that same shit that we have to hear all the time and no so no a no no chris harrison she was not 18 she was 21 no chris harrison it was not five years ago it was 2018 get it the fuck together stop trying to paint this narrative to your because the problem with that the problem with what he's doing, and he knows what he's fucking doing, is he is speaking directly to the white audience that doesn't want to, A, want to believe him as being a racist person, and B, doesn't know fully this news, like doesn't fully know the t about Rachel. So what he's saying, oh, it was five years ago. She was 18. He's trying to brainwash like, the, essentially, he's trying to fake news his way out of, Telling these, like, making these people think, the people that are going to defend him, which did in droves, so many, the comments of various- batch, sickening. Sickening. It's actually disgusting. I mean, like, I know the audience of this show. I know it. But it's, like, seeing it so on display is absurd. But anyway, so it's, like, he knows- Well, the guy that fucking tweeted at me last night.
1: It wasn't even, like, mean. But, like, I have seven followers on Twitter, sir. Who are you fighting with about- Really, though?
0: Literally, please relax. Um, yeah, so that being said, it's just like Chris, Chris had this whole full like racist uncle meltdown, essentially, like he started talking about what, and the, the other thing too that he did that is a classic conservative thing is, okay, so A, he's gaslighting. He's gaslighting not only the people watching the show who who know this whatever about the age and stuff, but he's gaslighting Rachel like Rachel Lindsay's not god it's so annoying that they're both like
1: the woman he's speaking to like in answering these questions yeah and
0: he's like condescending to her actively being like well who are you to talk Rachel oh I don't know I think she's been the bachelorette and she's a fucking black woman and not even that but it's like how (laughs) how your interviewer she's interviewing you Chris Harrison like I know you're used to being on the, on the interview side, buddy, but you're being interviewed. Like you're the one making a fool of yourself. Rachel is being fucking fine sitting there, letting, letting you unravel. Oh my God. It's just it like, it was a lot. Yeah. It was definitely a lot to watch me. <laughs> and so anyway, and Rachel, thankfully, Rachel Lindsay, so I have to feel like I have to reference. So like Rachel Lindsay, she does say, uh, no, 2018 was not five years ago and she was not 18. <laughs> she, well, like, Honestly, I Thank think you for being that
1: it's that I wish that it's interesting because I found this to be like a really harrowing point and there are a lot of things that Rachel says Rachel Lindsay says back to Chris Harrison in the interview that like strike a chord and are those moments that are like ding like how do you not get it after that you know what I mean like she like lays it out so plainly in yep. the most simplest terms so like how could you not understand what she's saying but I, what I find interesting is like the one thing that kind of was like a <laughs> moment for me that I don't see enough people talking about is Rachel straight up asking Chris like if I were to go to that party like what would my role have been
0: <laughs> and he glazed over Um, <laughs> but is that not like
1: and that's exactly like if it's it's and like it's just a blatant disrespect
0: to Rachel who's trying to have a a calm interview Um, be a, and then eventually be a open discussion of being like, well, hey, like, can you, because like, again, she's doing, so first of all, everybody's been saying like, oh, she's, Rachel is the one that deserves the grace. Rachel, uh, she, Rachel Lindsay, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so she, she, like, she should have been able to be so much more angry at Chris. She should have been able to have a much more, like, imagine, and this is another reason I think Chris, like, is, I hate to use the word smart because like smart seems like a compliment, but it's just like, like he's using this situation to the nth degree because he is able to have this. He's in an interview setting. He knows that Rachel can't really check him. You know, he knows that, oh, she can't say that much to me on TV right now because we're on TV and she's on her job. It's one thing if they're, you know, DMing or he's, talking to her off camera or something because she probably as Rachel Lindsay is as we know her to be on her own existence and her own Instagram. Rachel's tough like Rachel Lindsay get like is not someone who just is like, I'm just gonna let this racism wash over me. Woohoo. And so I'm sure like and she says it's it's come out since. So this is another thing. Like, we have a lot of new information based on all this stuff. So Rachel has now said she's like, yeah, like you know, I knew Chris was like that behind closed doors, but I can't believe he said that shit on TV. Well and-
1: I can't remember what you said, but you said something and it then immediately ticked off the light bulb in my head that I was like, oh fuck yeah because like Rachel said that they've had these conversations and yeah. that she wasn't shot. Like they've talked about this before off camera. Yeah. And it seems I I've just cut you off and I know that this is exactly what you're about nope, to say.
0: You're good. But no, I like-, like it.
1: Finish my thought please <laughs> but it's like Chris Harrison didn't when you're saying his media training unraveled like it's not like Chris Harrison was losing his mind Chris Harrison was losing his bearings and was like yeah himself. like, he, like was he was losing, losing his, his composure,
0: composure. Yeah. jinx <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so again time, he harmonize. should be held entirely accountable it's just the fact that like this stuff has been going on and so that's kind of another thing I what I said up front like oh Welcome, everybody. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you've been watching this show and you didn't realize that its own bane of its existence is based in racism, clearly misogyny, we know, but especially misogynoir. Like, it is absurd to watch the show treat women of color, BIPOC women, like they do, including Rachel fucking Lindsay, who they touted as their lead, but they weren't even, they weren't, like, buddy, what's another... 2018, Chris Harrison, since you seem to think that we didn't have the lens to understand racism in 2018, I don't know. Um, I distinctly remember you, you know, standing in front of the Bachelor Mansion, introducing Rachel Lindsay as our first Black Blatcher being very historic and OMG. Oh, that was the same, oh, that was the same year as the party. Oh God, I, mm, funny how time works like that, Chris. And that's what's so funny about the
1: fact that he even had the fucking balls. I'm t- like, we, t- we yeah. talked about this in many other facets, but like, I, I don't, don't have self. the oh the professionalism. I don't have the fucking tact. I really am telling you, I can, mm. I can. It's interesting that all of a sudden Chris has the fucking balls to be like, "Who are you, Rachel Lindsay?" And then he tries to backpedal and like includes himself and in whatever. But he had the balls to ask Rachel Lindsay, "Who are you, Rachel Lindsay?" to comment on this, like him and the show, the show who and Chris Harrison. Isn't she? What? Actively, like, not even that, but like they've been putting her on a pedestal to deal with this shit. And now that she's dealing with this yes. shit and it's not in their favor, they're like, who are you to be dealing with this? And it's like, oh, I don't know the token black woman that you've made me to be for this franchise.
0: Literally, they you. were about to before, before, before Taysha and Matt James, they were ready to let Rachel Lindsay be their one token black person and then never have a new lead of color for as long as they could stand it. And it just happened to be not that long. Like it's in, and, 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 and the way that, and again, the way that they stood her up on the fucking after the final rose for. Um, I think it was Colton season because I think it was in reference to the sexual assault discussions with Kaylin fuck okay I thought well, it was I, a
1: bullying thing and then they know No but it was a like, bullying
0: thing it was a vague bullying thing but it was on a random it wasn't on her season no, so it, it wasn't was, her season it i was, think, I you're think right, it, it was on scultons i think it was because it because of the bullet because of the yeah so uh, mm, well either way she went on they put Oh my god wait it was finals. peters oh
1: You want god. to talk about 2020 oh. being the longest year ever that was March 3rd 2020 Holy shit.
0: I guess they were people were really going all over those girls then that season
1: well they were the like that's the season that people have been comparing this cast to which is unfortunate for many many reasons but what? they've been saying that like well because Peter's Ew. cast is like notoriously mean girls and it's like all we've had is like Peter's women and then we had like the great men from Tasha and Claire season and then another batch of like Apparently, catty women. So people are like,
0: believe half these women are catty.
1: No, 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 no. But I'm saying like that's like what we've been given. This is now two consecutive bachelor runs where the biggest takeaway has been the disagreements between the women.
0: Yep. Yeah. And so anyway, they were ready to let Rachel Sorry, Lindsay yes, do that. They put they put her on after the final rows to sit talk about anti-bullying as and she couldn't even talk about like racism because again, she's the one who gets the most hate of anybody in Bachelor Nation, still to this day. She doesn't even have a fucking million Instagram followers. Like, and she has a million fucking jobs, a two million pod- reach. I hope that she's reaching new people right now because Rachel Lindsay's fucking awesome. Like she's one of the best people that this franchise has fucking spit out at us and they are treating her like shit. And, oh, shock. I mean, that's literally what white men wanna do to black women all as much as possible. Treat them like shit, including really black people in general, but black, like the women on this show, because no matter what this show is, it's like, okay, so the show is racist. The, the, The first two isms of the show forever were racism and sexism and that being said the men of color are still treated slightly better than the women of color that being said you know um it's just like the way that they write stories and the way that they portray these people and they do a lot of the same like the men black men get the aggressive um stereotype constantly with this show where it's like oh they're fighting oh they're angry at each other like oh it's it's like you know not cute but the like the what the what what bi- women go through on this show is obscene absurd like watching all these white women fucking screaming their faces and shit is awful especially this season the way well, and the white I- women have been getting consistently more screen time like no matter how much diversity you fucking put on the show you're still showing white people more like and that is at Bachelor Data. Go look up and down their Instagram and they fucking have it proofed, right? Proved right there. Like it's not even a question. Oh my God. Okay. Literally brought in Heather for no fucking reason.
1: Exactly. Other than to start shit. And they pulled, and it's been said everywhere. So I'm not gonna pretend like this is an original thought. Like yeah, we'll cite some sources, but like it's yeah. been pointed out and is now very apparent that they are like actively yeah. and intentionally- Fabricating storylines with white yeah. women when there is plenty of things that viewers want to see with all of the amazing women of color that are like sitting on that couch and ready for screen time. You had to bring in Heather for what to rile them up, yeah? Let
0: them fucking live, to let get them get mad at the white girl so that we could paint her as the name exactly. Victim.
1: And like, you while know, I do I think
0: say, that, yeah. that was a situation that we no, need to I know because it well, wasn't totally <laughs> kosher, nuanced nuanced but in the broad sense of like oh the plan right let's bring because what the what the producers wanted from the situation i don't think happened exactly i think they got a good result to them you know okay so i feel like when you're a producer of the show it's like you you start these concocted moments and you're like okay it could go one of like four ways right now my favorite of the way is this way that's the most drama but i'm happy if it goes this way this way or this way too i feel like what they wanted was the most drama which was like heather yelling like like everyone arguing a lot when instead they got when i guess we're yeah jumping ahead but to round out this 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 chris harrison shit so Obviously, there are petitions now to sign to fire Chris Harrison. Um, there, he has released two apologies. One of which was the first one, which was very was very PR. Um, and he's like, "I'm learning and listening." Well, honestly, Chris Harrison's apology we should have played bingo with. I didn't even like can you believe we should do the bingo we should do the bingo on this fucking episode toward the end the I'm bingo of the apology bingo or literally right now because because we had more of the bingo card on chris harrison's apology than rachel's which rachel also released a statement finally because there was no way that they could keep that shit quiet anymore um In that breath to interrupt really quick
1: i just need to say maybe it's a personal preference maybe this is an unpopular opinion I could give a fuck about any written apologies. If you've done, if you're a public figure and you've done something fucked up, I don't care to read it. I want to see give your fucking facial a expression. Video. I want your tone because I know Lori K Publications wrote that shit. I know Chris Harrison did not fucking write that. All of I know it. he didn't.
0: I think back to Hannah Brown, who Chris Harrison invoked in his <gasps> interview. But hey, but think oh about it. God. Think about this. There's a lot of shit to say about (laughs) Hannah Brown, but the one thing she fucking did was she did a selfie face-to-fucking-face Instagram video apology about saying the N-word on her story. Except this week, Hannah Brown went back and deleted her
1: own plantation antebellum getup picture without so much as a fucking word. She tried to sneak shit. She saw Rachel getting this backlash and she tried to, yeah, she tried to creep shit delete that, hoping no one would notice. And people are like, Excuse me, bitch. (sighs) Have the screenshots. We know that it was there. Where the fuck did it go? And it's fine that it's not there. Obviously, you want people to delete delete those pictures. Like, the goal is. Yeah, like, please erase it from existence. But, like,
0: Wow. But, but do it because I mean, you
1: feel uncomfortable when you see it do it because well, you look at that picture of yourself and say like I can't believe that I was that ignorant I can't believe that I was that person I'm not that person anymore don't do it because you're fucking scared do it because you actually are like disgusted to see yourself in that
0: situation so I'll I have it on your story Hannah and talk about it make it a story highlight let's go I just because I that's the thing is like no that was, but the other thing about Hannah B like in that moment right in so all right so back to before I knew this information when I was talking about her n-word apology she was very like oh yeah I'm sorry to drop that bomb (laughs) on you." no 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 no. because now I have a great like I have a great don't worry don't worry we're 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 (laughs) revolving okay so Hannah B Apologizes face to face on an Instagram story on an Instagram live or whatever the fuck it was I don't remember what it was but it was a video to her grid to the face of apology talking about I am getting off of the social media and doing a lot of learning and doing this and then she came back and she did another video of shit that she learned actively from reading and writing Uh notes all that okay that was then that was Caitlin Early quarantine. That was like March, I think. Still, but um, either way, I am about hundred percent sure that Matt, Tyler, Cameron, like all those people, were all in that space. Okay, when that happened. Yeah. No, that I think that happened. that's
1: was when she was in Florida. That's so, when quarantine was Matt grew, James. Like, Matt started. James.
0: Um. Matt James defended her for this in the moment. All that this was shit. before it became. It was before his. Grew. Before his yes, and before his announcement for Bachelor. Oh my God, right. it's crazy to think about all this happening again. Twenty twenty, longest year ever. So. Um, That being said, she did all that, and so to continue, so okay, biggest thing that people get knocked for, and Rachel McConnell will for sure be knocked for this, as will possibly Chris Harrison, I don't know as much for him, people really go on women a lot harder, people some, who knows, um, is the continual work of anti-racism, right, the continual posting and the continual learning, the continual unlearning of your stuff that you've gone through, girl, at Rachel, at Hannah, girl, I'm from the South, okay? I, I understand, and I have not understand in a bad way. I do not understand the racism, fuck that. Of unlearning things, like of unlearning behaviors, of unlearning thought patterns, of unlearning all sorts of things that oppress people because yes, it is a fact of the matter when you grew up in the South, white in the South, and especially in a Republican family. Like there are the, some few people I kind of, not really, I don't think I know anybody from the South, my personal friends from the South that have actual liberal parents. But when you grow up in that environment, yes, it it infiltrates your brain, okay? But <laughs> there is so much unlearning to do. You have to keep going. So that being said, when you do a fuck up, when you fuck up like this, like Hannah did, and you come back and you do all this, you have to show you're continuing to do the work and continuing to learn because as a white person, we are literally programmed to be racist. We are constantly having to learn to not be racist even when we think we are being the least racist people ever we're not like like it's just not that's just a fact and it's not something and it's again i understand when i say i understand i understand the uncomfortable feeling that rachel and rachel Kirkonnell, that hannah b that all these dumb white girls have had to go through to have had to feel because i have been there girl but you know where I have not been, I have not been in this, not been going to old South parties and I have not been a public figure saying the N word on my story. I have not been doing that shit and that is not cool. And you need to continue to do work to unlearn that bullshit and you need to continue to do shit to do like, mm. So that being said, Hannah B could have in this moment having herself a photo of her at an old South party. She could have posted this on her story. She could have said, I did this too, and it's not okay. I am now learning that this was not okay. And she could call out herself before anyone else calls her out. She could talk about it in an unlearned, like, look, this is not okay. And what Rachel Kirkconnell did is also not okay. And I want her to denounce that, not be like, you could, she could, you know what I mean? Like she could come, she could jump it. She could do that. She could jump up in the front and that would literally show people that she is attempting, attempting, right? Some molecule of like learning, but instead she's gotta be sneaky and delete it cause she doesn't want to do it because she wants to feel like that one apology and that one time of taking notes wasn't enough. Right,
1: it's like, oh my God, I was canceled one time. I'm so scared to be like canceled again. And it's exactly. like, When that- in that
0: moment could have just been another learning moment, another teaching moment for both learning, learning for Hannah, using it to teach her million, two million plus followers because that is the thing is she has a shitload of followers. And, oh, did you notice by the way that all of the um, super, super high follower count white women of the franchise just so happened this week to just like not hardly be on social media? Man, dude. Fuck all of you, Tia. Hey, like I'm thinking about, sorry, I can't even think of all of them at the time, okay. Tia, I Amanda Stanton, fucking, um, fucking all these white women who have just happened to take the same week off social media. Mm. Oh, yeah. Those DMs you're probably getting flooded with. Every Bachelor account ever tagging y'all and asking why you haven't spoken up to your millions of followers about a literal racist host that you have had interaction with. Like, hey, hey, hey. It's just. Anyway, so that being said, we're getting heated. I'm getting. Well, it's heated. Just- it's it, interesting because like,
1: as I, as I stated before, um, we are both white women. Like we yeah. are, we are a part of the conversation only from the stance that like, we are anti-racist, like speaking for and you and working, I personally.
0: And yeah, like and actively trying to be. Anti-racist. Right, exactly. Like as no one's sitting, sitting there and like,
1: yeah. And it's not so much about being like, Um, My opinion doesn't matter because I'm white and this is like a problem for people of color. Like That's fucking bullshit and a cop out and like not a single person should feel okay feeling like that. That's unacceptable and not enough. But like my feelings about the apologies are not relevant because no one's apologizing to me, you know, in all seriousness. Like I know that we as white people, like as you were saying, like we are conditioned to... Maybe, I uh, I thought of a really good way to word this on the train and it's bl- escaping me now, <laughs> but it's like, no, that. but it's like, um. you can like, like doing something racist. Oh, I don't, I'm scared. I'm so afraid that I'm gonna like say this wrong. But like, no. I feel like- Again, hey, we are- okay, Doing something are racist it. or We're like trying. doing something with racist undertones could mean that you are a racist but it could mean that you like you said like are a product of your environment but well, but it's just unaware it's up to, because
0: well it's like yeah
1: my my biggest my biggest fucking thing with Rachel is that everyone keeps saying Rachel is a product of her environment Rachel's a product of her, product of her environment and as you were saying she with the, the south party. like you are not it's not even that though I have no sympathy for anyone saying that shit you have people that are living in fucking North Dakota dressing like they're on fucking Venice Beach in California because social media has made literally the world accessible to you. So if you've chosen as an adult, you're in fucking college, homie, like you're going to a fucking fraternity normal, you've been exposed to enough. And if you're gonna sit there and say like, I just didn't know any better because I'm from the South. I'm like, I would bet my life that over the summer alone, you were exposed to so many different perspectives and so many people from so many different walks of life, whether you're following them or not, I know that you bitches on TikTok get shit on your for you page all the time. Like I know that that's uh, catered and it's an well, algorithm and all that shit. No, but I just have no sympathy because at this point, with the technology that is accessible, you are being willfully ignorant. You are being yeah. willfully.
0: and well, and the other problematic. Thing, so what? Um. Uh, on the the viral video that the black the black Jillaretts posted on Instagram that went. Literally, when I say viral, I mean, like, out of Bachelor Nation viral, okay? Like, millions of views. So, or a million, over a million views. Um, I'm convinced that everybody with a shred of relevancy may not have liked it, but everyone has seen seen it. She talks about how, by 2018, when Rachel Kirkconnell was at this party, we had already had Sandra Bland murdered. Like, we had had, you know, Trayvon Martin, like... 2018 it that choice of Rachel's to go to that party in 2018 after all of this news had been going down Eric Garner Trayvon Martin er, uh, Mike Brown five years she was 21 so or no when she went to the party in 2018 she was 21 so that means she was what 16 17, 16? She was I in high school. That. I don't care. High that's the thing. school when Ferguson school. happened. But I'm just saying that, like... I know, I'm not you, you went to college. It. You went to college. Like, it's just that
1: she's just... It's okay, whatever. Have you ever seen... Listeners, have y'all ever seen a movie, a book, a TV show where your fucking protagonist is a raging racist? No, because they're the <laughs> fucking
0: bad guys, bro. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's the, the, that's what's, you know... Least Period. That was for me in the South is, like, Period. I never... I never grew up thinking I was racist, but no, it's, but it's more of the, it's again, it's so, so remember the black squares? That was, for me, Ferguson was my moment of like, oh, I should post like a black square. Like that was my thought of like, oh, I should like now join the the conversation. But it's like something that I didn't, I was already working against. Yeah. Anyway, we are like tangenting now because white women Talking about racism and we all also unravel. I need to replace him with with Mike Johnson, or obviously, I think that they should just replace with Rachel Lindsay. But like, I'm thinking about like charismatic men of color because I don't think that. I mean, I, would I give it to a woman too. I'm no doubt, would. but it's just like I feel like to 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 what's the to um. I just like, I would like love ease race- us into a new home. Yeah, you imagine trading Chris Harrison after all of this where no one, most of Bachelor and this is, I also think too of most, so you know, most people listening to this podcast, probably everybody listening to this podcast and most of the podcasts that like we actively enjoy of Bachelor Nation, most people like know that what this is going on, but like most people of Bachelor, actual people that watch the show, they're not They don't think that Chris Harrison did anything wrong, and that's a bad thing. And to to take to take Rachel Lindsay and put her in place of him, it would, like you said, it would just truly put her on the fucking like, on the chopping block. Yeah, it would. So that's why. But that's why I think that we need to transition if we are gonna fire Chris Harrison, right? Because in Chris Harrison's statement, his second statement. He said he's going to take some time away and not do after the final rose, which to me, my first exact thought was, all right, he's not going to film after the final rose. He'll be back for The Bachelorette. But everybody else is talking about fire Chris Harrison and replace him and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, cool. I would like that too. I would love to not watch that man. I just don't think the show is going to fire him for this. I think they're going to let him, his punishment be no after the final rose, which will be the only ever- after the final rose he's not hosted i
1: think that they're saying that he's stepping away for the final rose in hopes that it will blow over i think that if it doesn't blow over they will be prepared to fire him because at the end of the day like it's not the chris harrison show and like he is the face of it but if um i was watching the fucking ticker like my sidebar on twitter last night while i was live, or yeah like while i was live tweeting the bachelor and when I tell you that I was watching fire Chris Harrison trend and nothing mm. else about the show was trending, the bachelor wasn't trending, like nothing about the show is trending except for fire Chris Harrison. So I genuinely think that if like people, even if it's like social media not, is loud and that's uh, what people what think, do. You like- mean? Chris Harrison said that this is where the unreasonable people live in his <sighs> interview with Rachel Lindsay he-
0: eats Hershey kiss in silence.
1: I just, Chris Harrison's a fucking joke. I can't even believe, yeah, that there's a. Anyway, wait.
0: Okay. So, we have been talking so much about all of this in just generalness of how awful and fucked up it is, and how it's fucking bound to happen. But we are an astrology podcast.
1: Give it to me, baby. At the end of the day, let's um,
0: talk. Um and. So there was a lot going on last week, astrology wise, and I wanted to briefly discuss it. Uh, I wanna obviously give a disclaimer. You have heard us discussing all of this shit has been bound to happen finally. Like this show, this show is built on these things. It's built on racism and sexism and, and all the other isms, but First and foremost, racism and sexism are the top two and ableism and body, oh God. but that's all under the sexism realm. Anyway, this show has always been this way, right? It's in the show's DNA. Um, and what I'm about to say, what I'm about to talk about astrology-wise, this in no way minimizes these events. Uh, this stuff is supposed to happen. Like we needed this to happen, right? And... I wanted, we needed this to happen sooner, but it didn't stick sooner. Uh, you know, we've tried to have these conversations about race with the show, with Rachel Lindsay, with even Tasha, And there were ways that it was like, okay, we're letting it happen. It's going to happen. But like the fact that this is mis-movement, this, this fire Chris Harrison thing has gone full blown mainstream. The LA Times wrote about it. Um, Two Black Girls, One Rose is going to be on ABC News. Um, Ta- Taylor, uh, Taylor Nolan is viral everywhere like this is mainstream news my my girlfriend's sister is talking shit about it she's a fucking she's a fucking republican um but but like that's like it it, it is happening right like it's it's everywhere so that being said um all this shit cycles right cycles happen and they and so all that disclaimer being said um Everything, including obviously people like Chris Harrison, have birth charts. Uh, But did you know that you can pull a birth chart for anything that has a official start date and time? Uh, So, (gasps) really, like, what institution? Capricorn. (laughs) Yes, it is. Our podcast is a Capricorn. Funny. So, anyway, <laughs> exactly. You can pull a chart for any of that stuff. So obviously, I pull a chart for the Bachelor <laughs> because the oh Bachelor God, premiered. The Bachelor premiered on March twenty fifth, two thousand two, at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, nine p.m. It was nine p.m. It was only an hour on its first season, or was nine to 11 but either way it's 9 p.m so i pulled the chart uh and um i have i what's funny is i have i pulled this chart like a long time ago before we even ever did a recap even on your old podcast um and i did a little twitter thread about it uh, at astrology chef but huh, that shit's buried now somewhere on my feed um <laughs> but that being said uh the the show just for everyone's reference the show's Big three is the show is an Aries Sun, a Leo Moon, and a Scorpio Rising, which honestly makes sense because if there is anything that this show attracts more of, I'm learning and realizing and fully noticing is Scorpio Rising's. And you know what I was also thinking about when I was talking to my chart twin Emily, uh, she thinks that Chris Harrison and I also agree. Uh, is likely a scorpio rising to match up with the show's rising sign because chris harrison is a leo sun and the show has a leo moon and so chris's identity his sun sign and his mercury which is the way he communicates and like all that stuff is literally on what is called the midheaven of the uh of the show. So MC Midheaven, it's like the uh, highest point of the chart. When you look at the circle, uh, it's kind of where we can look at a place, like a place in our charts we can look at to see what we're doing the most in the public eye uh, and how we find a spot in our career and that kind of thing. So Chris having his son and Mercury right there on the shows Midheaven and Moon is literally, he is the face. Like he is the actual presentation like he is the, the identity of the show not the identity of the show and like the you know we could survive without chris harrison but but right. he is the original host right he's the face so in, it, yeah. in theory we should be we should be looking at leo's to replace him <laughs> just saying um hey guys Leo's sons <laughs> uh but yeah yes jess uh, let's put jess in front of jess i would chris love harrison. the let's, job um, but awesome. anyway So that being said, Chris Harrison, it wouldn't surprise me if he was a Scorpio rising and uh, just like the show because he has a Scorpio Jupiter and I could see him with Jupiter in the first lucky little motherfucker and also very, very um, driven, which is a classic like Scorpio Jupiter is people who are very like power hungry Uh, and uh, well, you know, proof is in the pudding. So. Anyway, back to the show's chart. So that, is there a way, wait, wait, can I can I share my screen on Zoom? You should be able to. Um, had a little blip. Uh, we were trying <laughs> to share a screen and then the audio decided to like have a moment. Um, we're good, we're good. We made <laughs> it, we're back, we're refreshed. All right. Um, anyway, we left off trying to, I left off trying to talk about charts. <laughs> yes, that's what I left off trying to do. So I'm gonna do that. All right. This is what I wanted to show you guys. Yes. So here's a chart. I'm in the corner. I'm going to push this, push this down here. Okay, great. All right. Ooh, ooh look at that. Wow. So, I am such a fucking Zoom newbie. <gasps> Everybody who's watching me who has like normal day jobs are like, t- get it together. I never use Zoom, guys, except for this. Okay. I'm feeling technologically advanced. So what I want to do is talk about Wait, this. What a fucking,
1: the high key though, what a fucking flex that you and I made it through the entirety of quarantine without having
0: to figure out how to Zoom honestly it, it is a whole flex because you you, you and i are both in food service like what, what? zoom was not Explain essential to, my to me life how either. i would need zoom <laughs> for my job which is non-existent during the pandemic well surprise this we've <laughs> a job for ourselves right. so, so anyway guys here we are sorry this is the chart. so if you've not seen a, a true astrological chart before yes they are circles so um can you see my mouse if I do like this yes you know? I can oh, mousy <gasps> yay okay great so um the green stuff right here on the bottom all these little green symbols on the outer edge of the chart those are the transits so like on the date which you can see up in this corner transits February 12th this was the day this was the interview day okay this was the day that it all happened this is also a chart that I I pulled this chart probably like a couple hours after the news dropped so this may not be an exact time chart but i really wouldn't be surprised like like all this stuff tracks for all of this happening right now so i have a lot to say um this is what i was talking about earlier the leo moon and the midheaven this is the most important like this is the this is the part of the chart that we see the most because it's a television show this is the public sphere of the chart that being said down here so see the little 10 this is the 10th house so this is a free chart reading lesson for everybody um this (laughs) is the 10th house and because of the moon symbol and the mc this is how we know the moon and the midheaven are in this house opposite the 10th house right down here is the 4th house and we have in this we have neptune which is a little trident and we have uranus right here so uranus moon oh whoa that's exact moon uranus opposition lol okay so this being said we have i wish i could point with my fingers and but the mouse is feeling funny um we have an aquarius fourth house so all of this stuff down here not pluto pluto's in capricorn here but we have saturn jupiter venus mercury retrograde it's really hard to see the little r but there is a little r down there mercury retrograde sun and moon the new moon there's the sun and the moon so when the moon and the sun are on the same sign it is a new moon and that is you know we we see the we see the quote unquote shadow side of the moon which is like we don't see the moon at all because it's not lit up we only see the moon when it's reflecting the sun's light so that being said the new moon had just happened right it was just a little bit after because if it was exact those two would be happening it was in the fourth house opposite the, the leo moon in the midheaven and the midheaven that being said all of this aquarius stellium stellium means multiple planets in one sign um, all of this aquarius stellium energy is opposing the public part of the chart and the fourth house is often representative of things that are kind of um not like hidden fully because that's like the 12th house but hidden in a way that's like the emotional core the emotional center so with the fourth house it's like the heritage of the show the culture of the show at home right what the what the what the behind the scenes of the show honestly this is a great way to okay great way to put it with a television show's chart fourth house is behind the scenes 10th house is what we see okay so with the fourth house, all of those planets are in the fourth house, right? And they're lighting this shit up. Neptune, it's right on Neptune. Neptune is something that wants to glamorize things, wants to hide things from us. We don't want to necessarily believe, you know, like we're, we're able to be put under a spell by Neptune. It's like a classic, Neptune literally rules the celebrities, okay? So this. I feel like I'm not say, saying this succinctly enough because I don't know how to properly say it out of my brain. Let me find what I said on the, on the story that I almost posted and didn't post. But essentially having all of this opposing that Leah Moon is it is putting the actual like public perception of the show in question because all of the hidden stuff of the show i.e the racism i.e chris harrison's bullshit is coming out and is being shown to light and this is mercury retrograde's doing you know like mercury retrograde always does something right but mercury retrograde being opposite the sun's or the show's moon is just like a mess and the midheaven woo it's like not great hang on let me find the story that i wrote to see my exact things that i wrote so i can all right okay uh, so, yeah, the new moon in Aquarius, which is opposite the Leo, um, Leo moon in the midheaven, public reckoning, darker hidden secrets are being exposed to the public. Okay. Now, that's the new moon. What we have also going on over here is the uh, nodal return right here. So, in the eighth house, you see this little upside down U. And this is what's called the north node. And the nodes uh, trigger eclipses. So, we are having a north node return uh a nodal return for anything means like kind of a like refresh uh the the value the values of the show are being um kind of like looked at again like this sh- it's this is a this honestly nodal returns are a time for like change let's grow up we have nodal returns at 18 years old and at uh so like with at 18 is like the time when we're like wow my childhood is done and now I get to be an adult. What do I do now? So having a nodal return at all is just like a big moment for the show to be able to be like, okay, what do we do next? And what's interesting is they have it in the eighth house and that is essentially like they emotionally use and manipulate their cast members for money. And that is essentially what the eighth house absolutely represents, other people's resources, as well as like other people's mental health and the shame around it. And and, and so- the fact that the show has that happening there and Saturn it, like the responsibility, like the like the, the 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 show makes a whole career out of doing this to people. It's trash. Um, and the other major thing that's happening too is uh over here. Taurus Mars in the seventh house is having a Mars return. The show's chart is a Scorpio rising which means that it's ruled by Mars the whole show's chart is ruled by Mars that's why we watch so many fights happen on the show that's why it's known for the drama that and and also Leah Moon right so anyway a Mars return is action it's like reflecting on okay we're having a year of it's like a reflection on our actions that we take and the fact that it's having an exact mars return we uh action is being taken by others because it's in the seventh house the seventh house of other people uh so it's uh, other people are starting to take this action against the show and that is where rachel Lindsay's chart comes in rachel is a taurus and i don't even need to pull up her whole chart for it but like Rachel is a Taurus son and Taurus Mercury and that being said like you put that shit in the seventh house of the show she is actually like she is this transit like it's the best way to describe a human being being a transit is we as people are transits for our parents we are the living embodiment of a transit to our mothers because it's like we are we were born right so like a birth Is something like that's a transit that happens and you are you are the walking embodiment of whatever like that's your chart right your chart is a transit for your parents it's like when you look at synastry charts of you and your parents it's like what was going on in their chart when you were born it's really crazy so rachel Lindsay, being rachel is essentially the transit she is the catalyst she is the one who is triggering this mars return stuff she's the taurus who is coming through like hey this shit needs to be changed. I'm going to ask you this question and I'm going to make you unravel. And now everything else is going to dominate around you. God damn. It's like art watching it, honestly. Like, and this is like, so in astrology circles, this is kind of what we call an astrologer good. And it's not a good thing. Racism is not a good thing. But what an a quote, an astrologer good is, is when like you see something happen and then you pull the chart for it. And it's like, couldn't be more perfectly written or it's like when you just see something that's like okay that like Rachel's Rachel being the Taurus transit for this is the astrologer good to me like I'm like yes because somebody like somebody of the held weight had to do this Taurus people hold weight they have this long like Taurus people sit in this. Taurus people get called like lazy all the time or like slow moving or whatever, but really they're just sitting and waiting for the right moment. And Rachel Winsy got this right moment, right? <sighs> so, anyway, after we've been talking about this forever now, we should probably talk <laughs> about the show. So, guys, there was uh, also an episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But anyway, I just wanted to say that uh, astrology is crazy. This Aquarius new moon shit was like insane because. It was bringing up all sorts of stuff, and not even just Bachelor. Like I'm trying to think of the other things, like the, the, the unionization of the women. Holy shit, we didn't even talk about that. Oh my god! All of the women of the show of the season posted a, a thing on uh, posted on their main grid that they renounced Chris Harrison's racism. They renounced all of this, and they support Rachel Lindsay. It was amazing, and that is also a, an astrologer good moment of Aquarius season because Aquarius is the sign of the unionization like that is literally what Aquarius's dream of is to a unionize <laughs> and so the fact that all these women are doing that is crazy so anyway I'm gonna stop sharing my screen um yeah but I hope that you enjoyed that astrology moment I know that I'm sometimes I ramble because I get like too hype and my brain doesn't know how to properly talk about things in a way that like non-astrologers understand i have to it's like it's like whenever you talk to a scientist and you like ask them a question about something and then they explain the most scientific exact answer you're like i i don't i'm sorry english just just a little i have to do that when i'm like talking about astrology i mean
1: it's Like, like us talking to people who like to eat like enjoying food does not mean that yeah
0: like i had had to i had to make i will bring to a conversation (laughs) exactly i had to i had to actively stop myself from critiquing a friend of mine who went to a charcuterie making class and the charcuterie board that she made had no meat on it. There, I don't think there was meat, oh. and it was like a cheese plate situation. And she was, I'm bit, devastated. Like, so I just had to actively stop myself. And like, she's a good friend, I love her, and I know she knows what you know. But like, again, yeah, that chef moment, you just know too much. Me, all, us with The Bachelor, I can't talk to normal people about The Bachelor anymore.
1: Um, and because we, so Shannon and I talked about this, um, uh, prior to recording, and we actually re watched the viral video again prior to recording, yeah. um, but. All the links will be available in this episode's description. Please follow the Black Choretz, follow Taylor Nolan, follow other um, women of color and like people of color from this franchise.
0: From this franchise, from this season, follow Rachel Lindsay. Um, um, But
1: we're gonna be. I'm gonna put the um, uh, Venmos. 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 I don't know why that was Venmos. All that
0: stuff. All the Venmos because
1: like guys. I feel like this is second nature to us just because, like, we've seen these conversations happen probably more than other people may have, you know, um, just due to our, like, intent to be involved. But um, this emotional labor that these women have done for you should not be free. Like, please pay them. Pay them. Send them money. Like, do things to benefit them. They've – yeah been on the receiving end of all of this fucking bullshit and have still managed to find the time to be polite and give you the fucking grace that you say that you want so
0: compensate them please yep and that's and that on that yep <laughs> and now I guess we should um talk about the episode that happened last night and yeah. last night wait last night sorry also everyone's yeah no, it's fine also if, if you can hear coughing I my girlfriend got sick not covid sick we officially got tested yesterday babe <laughs> yeah. oh we got God. tested we don't have covid but we have we uh, olivia had it worse i'm picking it up now uh you can kind of hear it in my voice a little bit but um i'm starting to get congested and coughing a little bit so if you hear any of that stuff that's just because we're sick over here but we're covid negative because we don't do anything <laughs> a humidifier right Oh yeah, yeah. I should do that. Good. Do that. I also have I also have this magic, which is from Italy. Mm. So it's it's literally no spray, That's- but it's Vicks. I've had that. Yeah, but for some reason they don't sell it here anymore. But no, I got it in they Italy. Don't sell
1: the they don't sell the actual solution that you spray up. They only sell those like sticks that have the shit inside that you like put it up to your nose and smell. They don't sell the actual solution.
0: Yeah, I think it's because people were probably like doing something with it but either you way can do too much you can yeah but this <laughs> stuff is is like amazing like you two squirts this and you were like breathing clear it is it is magic so um I love that. shout out to italy for the for the good shit all right so holy shit uh this episode happened it was boring as fuck so let's talk about it really fast so we can be done <laughs> um wow uh so heather's here <laughs> And I okay. also almost accidentally wrote her in as Hannah again in my fucking notes. Dude, so <laughs> I, can't remember I had her name. a
1: thought today that I didn't have, or I guess I had a thought last night that I didn't have last week because we're picking up where we left off last week. This is the cliffhanger that they left us on. It was like, yes, Heather is interrupting the women. women. Um, yeah. So Matt says to Heather that like Hannah's qualified to pick a woman for me. Like we share a best friend, like calling Hannah his best friend and like all of this shit. And the thing that, obviously, we we know that, like, Hannah Ann set Heather up. If that's what actually happened, whatever. But the thought occurred to me. Not Hannah, Hannah Ann. H- uh, Hannah B. Whatever. <sighs> uh, sorry. Hannah Ann on the brain. Um, I blame her for the feta pasta on TikTok, and I don't know why. But I know that she's somehow full circle no, she's, because honestly, of Hannah Ann. It's her fault.
0: Honestly, I'm, I'm – mm, <laughs> the feta – she's not smart enough for the feta – thing
1: okay i don't want to talk about it we have people baking uh, this is
0: not a thing anyway
1: um anyway so we should have an episode of average bear podcast where we talk about viral food trends okay anyway okay great we'll record that (laughs) later this week um so i had the thought where like if i'm a woman and i'm vying for matt's affection why why would i be so like bold as to not be nice to his best friend's best friend like I know that that's like a chain right like I know that that's like a couple degrees of separation but like I'm not gonna go out there and be a bitch to your friend Erica yeah because I'm friends with you like why I wouldn't I would be even if I didn't like her I would be polite to her which I do. She's very sweet. The one time I met her. No, but, like, but it's but it's like you know what I'm saying. Like the
0: idea of 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 you are trying to date this man, and whether or not they know this one, it's but I don't know. They, I guess they don't really know that they were. If they
1: know Matt well enough, where they were so excited, and there was a this vast, this vast crazy voter turnout, like whatever. <laughs> um, Turn out I love it, (laughs) but like, if there was so much like excitement for Matt, these women would have to know something. And like, you know, he's best friends with Tyler, you all those women know he's best friends with Tyler, all of those women know that he was living with Hannah Brown. If the first thing Heather says when she walks in is Hannah Brown is my best friend, she told me I should be here. I understand not being like scared of anybody, like, I get that. Like, I understand the woman being like, I don't care, I'm here for Matt, I don't care about you, but are you gonna like actively? be
0: rude i wouldn't i personally nope. would not no it was it was embarrassing to watch i think that especially too after we were you know we were we we're waving the anti-bullying flag last episode and last couple episodes and here we are we're all just gonna pile on to heather and 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 i'm not and this is where we were kind of talking earlier about like the nuance told, like, oh, the white women are coming in. We're, we're sending the white women in to freak out all the women of color left because it's mostly women of color left at this point. There's Rachel, is the. Like, how can we make a white woman into a victim somehow? White? Is Rachel the only white woman left at, even at this point? Now, but before Kit. And oh, Abigail. Kit, Abigail's Kit, white Kit. passing, at least. Kit and Abigail. So, okay okay but uh, but but even then even then black women still outnumbered like women of color bipoc women outnumbered including serena c like no, serena c was gone by then too no right she was there no she was i'm i'm mixing up what time this this was yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. you can go cry in your interview i don't want to hear it god they were being unnecessarily rude oh so you um messed up the first bachelor so you have to do the, your, your first season so now you have dude, to come to just this one it was ruthless. um that scorpio in her was fucking jumping she was not having it i think she she like left all of her like composure with katie or not with katie um, with mj yeah with mj and then just like dude in this way her. that
1: she was like so you see an engagement after this then you can yeah, see it her was made. Made. i was like can Yesenia, do can you, it?
0: you see a, Yesenia, Do you see an engagement after this? You haven't been. Have
1: you been having this conversation with all of the women? Because like, are you the fucking engaged? From the it words, of Chris like,
0: Harrison. Are you the engagement lot. police? And yeah. and it was like, and the women were literally like muttering. Like there was one woman who said this. I don't have a quote for it, but Heather is literally speaking. And someone goes, "Can you just please leave?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah." <laughs> and- like it was just one of those moments of just being like. Where you're standing there and it genuinely like it's it is like the movie Mean Girls where you're just like "Uh, oh they're all just gonna be like this rude to me straight up in the minute and Heather was not ready and was just like you could physically see her she's like uh uh. Uh, okay and, and I'm gonna cry now and that's whenever Serena's like oh, go cry in your fucking interview we don't care she's like hey, okay, like, okay, bye
1: I get the women being frustrated and upset right like they've they've been through the fucking ringer like these producers they have also just been kind to them. what's they've been like been having them yeah. come in like left and right they've been introducing new people and like all the, like this is a lot more twists and turns than we've ever really seen with one cast of women like this was kind mm-hmm. of crazy Um, just the frequency of it in general so I can understand their frustration and like I try to my like rule of thumb when I'm watching something on The Bachelor that like makes me upset or like makes me actually angry elicits
0: elicits a reaction right
1: yeah like I like kind of try to walk it backwards where I'm like okay like did I the whole like frankenbiting nonsense like did I see it come out of her mouth like without interruption like Like, did I physically see her say it and then I'm like, what context could be missing to make this acceptable? And then sometimes it's just like
0: not fucking acceptable. So like I try to account for producer manipulation it's and like, like it's all like of the- this shit. It's like when you have when you're having a like panic attack and you're like, okay, what five things can I see? What five things can I smell? What basically, yeah, it's like that's exactly the process of going through. Okay, so we've started with did this woman choose to be in this situation? Did this but it's ha- like, like did, it's did like, I physically are- see
1: her say it or did I hear it? If I saw yeah. her say it, did it look like she was speaking to somebody? But like they're trying to make it, I, I like go, I walk it back. Yeah, but but, like, does
0: it look like she's directing it to somebody? Right? Does it look like, like we have? I does it look like we skipped shit. ahead? Are we in a new location? Are we in a new dress? like what is happening so you get what i'm saying yes so, like i try 100%. to account for that shit and then like there are this where was like, a lot
1: they just had her though, heather was
0: it? standing there staring at the women standing up she didn't even heather didn't even get a seat she didn't even that's what i was gonna among say among the women like, like she didn't sit down they frustrated. just they just they just like just they she walked up and they're sitting on the chair i'm on my couch right and they're sitting on. she's like she's like just like like I'm fucking throwing daggers at you from this couch
1: (laughs) but exactly and like that's what I was gonna say is like I understand that their frustration because they've been fucking fucking put through it but like I don't understand how frustrated you can be knowing that you've been manipulated like the women that are currently there have been manipulated by producers of their own right like they've been watching the producers bring women in like I'm convinced that they're not all dumb so like they have to have some sense of idea of what's going on and like you you all really fucking think like y'all really thought that heather just like up and showed up with a week to go with no help from the people that specifically lined your asses up on a couch that had no yep. room on it are you for real yeah and that's the only thing that i have the beef with because i've i've seen it when i was live tweeting last night i saw it go both ways where like some people were like those girls are such mean girls they're such bitches such bullies blah blah, blah. and then i've seen other people that are saying like can you not see that we're being manipulated, that they ganged up on this girl and I'm like I saw that they were forced into a corner, but those words came out of their mouth. They said what they said and well, I saw pretty them. much
0: all of all of everybody saying all of these insults were direct to camera. camera to face. Yeah. People Mouth speaking the insult directly at Heather, and Heather is just standing. It is the di- oh my god! You know what it is? Like, what the fuck did oh she god, do my God, I want to make you're I want to make this so aggressively. I might make this a meme on the Instagram. The it's the woman uh, screaming ah, to the cat at the table like like that's literally, literally Heather she was just like uh, okay and then she just she's like and cried they made her cry and she ran out and then and then she didn't even spend any of the rest of the time with the woman she stayed in the like a room by herself the whole time and I so just, and all of the women too there, I'm just like they should also I felt fucking bad. trust they should also fucking trust that Matt is actually at this point not going to take her like before all of that information she did talk to Matt and it was this was okay so i want to talk okay heather i have to i want to make this disclaimer because i think heather is sweet and fucking precious but there are like two versions of the heather story i want to talk about because like we are talking about that one where like heather and the women okay but heather and Matt is another story where I want to discuss a different part of Heather because I think that she is getting for sure the fool's edit. Bachelor producers are loving making fun of her with the pizza on her head, fucking with the revolving door, getting yelled at by the women, and getting dumped by Matt. That is what the producers were hype over, right? But I think about this woman. I think about poor Heather. She's such a Libra. The most Libra-y person on the show. And she sits down to Matt and she seems convinced in her own mind that she wants to be with him like she tells him she's like I booked a red eye I rented this car which I'm like did they really have to did they really make her do this on her own but she's just like it's hard to find guys like that with a good heart because Hannah was like Hannah told me you had a great heart and she's like it's hard to find like like she somehow it's like she created this entire matt in her brain it's like Claire and Dale all over again i'm about to say hmm Uh uh-huh and and he's literally like i obviously haven't met you but we share a best friend but also like "Mm." he was just like he was giving the most sagittarius empty responses of like i'm not into this but i'm also not gonna immediately shut you down uh but it was just like so odd because i also was just getting such pick me vibes from her in this like girl please you don't want this man i promise i promise i promise can we make heather martin bachelorette no i would like that because i would like i would like her to to have a man that's not shitty all right but anyway so you want her to go through the bachelorette yeah whatever that'd be hilarious (laughs) a a shit show (laughs) hannah all over again um Anyway, uh, whenever we come back, oh, I've made a fucking note. So we went to commercial during this part and we come back to this row ceremony night and there is, and I know this could be literally at any point, I know this could be filmed for whatever and they could put this B-roll in at whatever point, whatever. But they gave us a shot of a full moon. (laughs) And all I could think of was did heather martin was this was this filmed on a night of a full moon because if this was the night of a full moon that is why these bitches are flipping shit because this is this was unraveling and i my guesstimate on the full moon that this would have been i would guess that this is either the aries full moon conjunct mars and that was a messy that was the messiest of all full moons of 2020 all of them in september um however it could have either been that full moon or it could have been the taurus full moon but the taurus full moon during scorpio season wasn't until halloween and i don't get the vibe that we're at the end of october yet in the filming process I feel like we're Artifly probably
1: thinks we're past
0: it, past October, because didn't they start filming in the beginning of September? I thought it was no? September
1: twenty second.
0: Oh wait, you're right, late September. I'm gonna Google it. Hold on. Okay, wait, hang on. I'm thinking. Okay, so there gotcha, it is okay. getting colder. There's still a lot of leaves. Maybe it is the maybe it is the Taurus full moon, because if they started, that would have been about four weeks
1: um and yeah, began, usually it's a six-week process yeah 20th. so we're yeah. probably
0: this probably is that if taurus, it was full on moon. full moon it was on the halloween wow so this is halloween night taurus full moon scorpio that was a taurus full moon could jug uranus oh my god if it was if it was a full moon could jug uranus that day if it was that if that was the day that this was filmed hannah showing up is literally uranus being like surprise bitches <laughs> That's all Uranus rules is unpredictability and having that Taurus moon, full moon. Also, Taurus full moons are really romantic and very dramatic because it's in Scorpio season. It's always very sensual and like drama.
1: I just feel like the way that Heather reacted to the women speaking to her because okay. I tweeted this last night like I thank God I would never be considered for this show because if all those women were sitting in if I was a stranger and I walked up and all those women were like talking to me like that I'd be like I don't know who the fuck
0: you think you are like ex- uh, I'm sorry oh, they put Heather in there on purpose because she has but, nothing to say like she well and that's what I was gonna
1: say is like if Heather's the type of person that's gonna like if that happens to Heather and Heather's reaction is to cry whether it's from like frustration or sadness or whatever like as improper as it is that's perceived as being weak in the situation and I just don't get the vibe that someone who would cry in that scenario is someone who's confident enough to get in a car and drive across the country on their own Yeah, village. no,
0: this was obviously all planned. So it's stressful to watch this unravel for her like that. It's just unfair to Heather. Yeah, Heather, I'm um, sorry. For and I will girl. say this too about Heather's chart. And I posted this on the story. Uh, by the time the episode drops, it may have disappeared, but I'll probably stick something on the highlight. But Heather, uh, Heather is a Libra sun, right? But she has sun exactly conjunct. And so conjunct means it's the same sign in the same degree so like a leo sun and a leo mercury would be conjunct right because they're very close together in the same side so she has a libra chiron chiron in, in astrology is the wounded healer and is like chiron kind of is like a you need to everyone needs to go to therapy right all yeah. human beings all human <laughs> beings need to be in therapy whether everyone can benefit we like it or not Chiron in our charts is kind of where we can look to be like hmm, why should I go to therapy (laughs) because again every human it's just like our own little flavor in our charts of like oh that's something we would probably be unpacking in therapy so she has sun conjunct Chiron which is just like a lot like that points to me that points to a lot of insecurities uh, and someone that is very insecure but also once they grasp the security of themselves because we all there is a point that you do we get to heal this it's a very much like an inner child wound chiron so it's like once you get to heal that you get to help others to it and you get to kind of come out really strong on the other side and it's it's a really nice way of it and she has sun con- son, son con- con- chiron and she posts posted this post on instagram about fear and uncovering that and and dealing with that and i was like what reading it i'm like oh my god this is peak chiron and i posted the story so everybody goes look it's also she's so dreamy she's so libra she's so venus so anyway um whatever uh matt sends her home (laughs) fucking care their is not exactly what i said though
1: i'm pretty <laughs> no, sure yeah. when, we, when we saw in the preview i was like heather martin's gonna walk up to the resort
0: say and something to matt right and, and get turned out. right around yep so um i do believe that heather thinks she was going to stay because when he said that she had to leave she was like her face went oh okay. well when you have the end of Hannah well, Brown, the most important And when the president has been Naturally. telling you that he loves you and has been talking about you this whole time, go speak to him. Oh my God, yeah, that's poor shitty. girl. So all the women are thrilled that he leaves uh, after he goes in and says, there will be no more women joining us tonight. They're all like fucking gleeful.
1: He's never cute. been so hot. Yeah.
0: Mm. Ew, I hate that. Um, and then we go to the rose ceremony and he uh, gives... Uh, Michelle and Piper have roses already from their dates. Yes. Uh, Brie gets the first rose. Rachel gets the next rose. Serena P gets the next rose. Kit, Jasenia, and then Abigail for the last rose. And that means that Chelsea and Serena C go home. R I hey, P to our Virgo, you? Virgo queen, Chelsea, and see ya later, Serena C, the Aries, the last of the Aries sons. There are officially no more, wait oh my gosh Bree is the only fire sign left of of the whole army of fire signs the very good reigns. oh no just a kid just kidding piper is still piper is there yes um I at this point leo. piper the leo is still there oh my god hey sag and leo we still playing it out what's up but they okay. said that they anyway. they were like yes, yeah, she, so she told me that the producers would get like annoyed at them when they'd be talking about astrology because they would have to cut it all out anyway. Anyway, so uh, now we get a one on one date, and <gasps> Sabrina P gets it. What? Sabrina P with a double one on one? Oh my god! <laughs> this is always the point that they give a second one on one to somebody who had an early one on one. And Serena Peace one-on-one wasn't that early. But for some reason, I feel like they do this to just screw with people. Like, they just make they well, make it happen on the purpose.
1: It also is, like, a very clear indicator that all of the beef that the women have, like, all every single issue that we've seen in regards to, like, time or game formatting or whatever had nothing to do with principle and had everything to do with personalities. 100%. 100%. Because no one that i mean they were like upset like abigail clearly cared and like just said you yeah. know what i mean like women cared that they didn't get the one-on-one but we didn't get any footage of the women conspiring or bashing or talking shit on serena because she happened to get the second one on one like they, they were more like solemn and like sad and like that's disappointing like, but like um, okay well, as Serena's opposed to like oh
0: remember Serena P is an OG they can't shit talk her
1: yeah so you gave me a migraine instantly that is no
0: tr- OG know. is not like a triggering con- I need yeah. to like so whatever so Serena P gets this one-on-one and it is a tantric yoga date which they kind of always do you know the show loves a tantric yoga moment they love to make people get unnecessarily close to each other um I and what
1: this is like my date like this i was would
0: love this day too perfect. oh my god i would be like i'd be like fuck yeah yoga fuck yeah tantric let's like stare at each other's eyes deeply and we're such water moons oh my god <laughs> um so literally we are okay, so yeah. watery i, I love, love water you. moon water moon water mercury for me water mars too i'm literally like how can i stare into your eyes for five straight minutes she's like i just want to swim up. in yourself uh, yes let's touch you i'm gonna touch your face just like well isn't she a Pisces no oh no she's a Scorpio uh I actually am pretty I'm pretty solid on her moon sign after this so so Serena P was somebody uh one of the one of the few couple girls who um had if she was like born in the daytime she could be a Leo moon born in the night time she could be a Virgo moon after this date I think she's a Virgo moon um it's pretty fucking clear to me uh especially because like so I'm here to debunk the myth that Scorpio is the sex sign. All right, let's go. So um, Brie is, not Brie, Serena P is I'm, a Scorpio but yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I, say, I can't be part of this conversation because I will say some
0: mean shit <laughs> I will not so, be nice <laughs> all right all right Scorpios I love y'all y'all are great y'all are so fun I, is known uh uh in the like locals astrology community in the general everywhere world that uh Scorpio is the sex sign and Scorpio loves the sex the most and is the most passionate and you know is Scorpio's gonna fuck you and fuck you over and, and it's gonna be kinky crazy sex. Um, so that's like not true. I mean so all right Scorpio is a sign that is um, associated every single sign like rules a body part starting from the head to the toes uh, or head to feet. Head is Aries feet and Pisces. So when you go all the way down Scorpio rules the genitals which you know is fair but that's because it rules reproduction and that is like what Scorpio is known for being able to do is reproduce and regenerate themselves over and over and over um so it has then because of that it has gotten linked into the sex thing and it's a rule by Mars Scorpio is ruled by Mars Mars is all about lust and sex and action and all that shit right but I know more Scorpios that are Asexual that are um more timid, not timid, but people s- Scorpios that are much more reserved in sex than what typical astrology says. And Serena P is a great example. She wants her intimacy to be shared privately, and that is Scorpio. They Scorpios are are um, very private, very, very secretive. And also Virgo moon, if she's a Virgo moon, Virgo moon is all about like cleanliness and like basically and, and and okay when she was saying on this date so we're, we're she's in a tantra she's on his lap they've already done this crazy shit looking like a goddamn yoga magazine when she's just flinging around very she's flexible. so she's so little too and he's so large she could he could just pick her up and throw her anywhere he's got his legs up he's got his legs up and she's on him it's just like all sorts of crazy shit and yeah so but then the, when they're having the moment the exact moment that Blake Moynes and Taysha had where they are staring at each other's faces right and that's when we she realized she didn't have the chemistry with Blake and that was when he got the boner on that day with the woman doing little sh mm. over him anyway um she is interviewed, like she's having this moment, like she's in her ITM talking about this and she's like, this is the worst date ever. I do not like this. I feel super uncomfortable. I'm not into public affection. This is not something I would have chosen for myself. Like I um, took, it's beyond beyond my comfort zone. I'm in my head. She kept saying, I'm getting in my head about this whole thing that's where I'm like, okay, Virgo moon, I see you, I see you, because the emotional, she could have been having an emotionally connective, passionate moment, which would have been Leo moon and a Scorpio sun, yeah, but a Virgo moon is taking the Virgo part of the overthinking, the worrying, the worrying about, like, what she looks like on camera doing this, like, it's like that inception, like, she's taking it too far, and that is the Virgo moon, where, and what I think is Virgo moon, she could be a Leo moon, who knows, but, I'm guessing Virgo moon and that's Scorpio. Yeah, private. She's not interested in doing all this shit on there, but I bet she has some freaky fucking sex. That's all I'm gonna say, that's what I'm gonna say. So, anyway, I do think though that like also just kind of like get into it. It's not like you're having sex on camera, like you're just sitting in his lap, you know? Like for me, I'm like, just, just, just have, just breathe, girl. It's okay. <laughs> but whatever. But also, I feel like we actually had.
1: I, I think I said almost this exact thing when um, Blake and Tasha had that date. Because like oh, yeah. while – and then something similar to you last night while it was happening. But like while it may not necessarily be like comfortable to stare into your partner's eyes in an uncomfortable situation or like with all these cameras around – if it's, like, a good vibe and it's, like, a good relationship, good feelings, it shouldn't be actively uncomfortable.
0: Yes, yes. Like, it might exactly. not be, like,
1: totally great because, exactly. like, there are all these outside factors. I would feel fucking weird if I was trying to create intimacy and there were cameras around. Like, that's just not for me. However, you should never feel like this, feel- this feels wrong. Yeah, probably like, is. she
0: was freaking out, like, to the point where her, her – toast at the end of her night portion date was cheers to never doing that again and what was wild to me too was that when they were having their night portion date he was kind of asking her like oh how'd you feel and she was like i didn't like it and she was like i did not um you know she said yeah cheers to never doing tantric yoga again um says that he likes it so he does compliment he likes the Sagittarius in him says that he likes that Serena P was honest and told him that he didn't like it but um it's just like he I don't know he goes he seemed to enjoy it and then okay he did the classic Sagittarius move where he was literally about to sit down and be like wasn't that cool wow so nice what a little moment cool what a nice moment for us right and then she was like actually that was horrible and I hated it he was like oh yeah yeah that was kind of weird I felt naked looking at you like like he was look he was sounding like he was like I kind of liked it and then she was like I didn't like it and he's like oh yeah you're you're good you're right, right. I didn't really like it either <laughs> and it's just like I feel like he kind of probably did and he was definitely think he liked it. it yeah I think so I think
1: that he had no idea that she was as uncomfortable yes which yes. is also saying something else because exactly
0: like, exactly
1: I can mask my emotions sometimes if I'm like really really trying she was my a- long-term partner can absolutely tell you when something is not right because of like something happening way back here in like the back back of my yeah. eyes
0: and yeah, exactly so like, he didn't he is- couldn't
1: pick up on it and that's
0: and weird. Matt does not seem like the kind of man that could pick up on any of that like ever even to his partners that he's really close like I, maybe after time but it's just I'm well so
1: moments i might be jumping the gun because i feel like this is definitely more pre- like more obvious for me in the dinner portion of the date and like we can talk about when we get there but like this was the beginning of me oh i'm kind of at the dinner
0: portion Go ahead. yeah yeah no <laughs>
1: all, all they did was get the date card right um Oh yeah, but, they got it. Was just they got the great really date it.
0: card for and and Jasenia is the one that gets the one on one and Abigail and kid are tough, freaking out. That's all
1: yeah, happens. so like I okay, I had the thought when I was watching it that like I want and need to see all of the cut footage of Matt and Serena interacting because based on what I did see during that dinner portion that conversation that they had, Matt seems to be quite interested in her and she does not seem to be returning the level of affection like it seems like he's actually super super i i feel like b- based on what i've seen which is not a lot that if the the trajectory word of, i'm trying to figure out how to like word this because like i'm not spoiled but like i'm kind of spoiled <laughs> yeah
0: well but like, I, I feel, feel like spoiled if- after watching last week because everything that happened last week would not have happened if a certain (laughs) someone didn't win but anyway but we won't spoil
1: you shall Um, fucking
0: see okay but
1: I like I got the vibe that he he even said it he took this is after his date with Rachel in which Rachel has said like I'm falling in love with you and he's all excited about it and he's reciprocating those feelings but he tells Serena, he's like, I didn't think that I would have feelings like this at this point. And like that to me signals like, oh, so he's like, for real for real about her because we're close to the end so any feelings that would be overwhelming him at
0: this point in the process must yeah, be strong ones are going to be good ones yeah exactly because we'll overwhelm so Sagittarius translation right um overwhelming feelings is literally like I like you and I'm freaking out that's like what Sagittarius especially a Sagittarius man like him who's and Libra <laughs> Libra Venus who's just so used to just dating 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 date, date, date. dating not like long term but like Casual. Yeah. His four-month-long relationship. Where Serena P is like, Yeah, I dated someone for like five years. <laughs> so uh, but he he is definitely, yeah. Any freaking out feelings of Matt is he likes them. And Serena P is someone I for sure think he has liked since the beginning.
1: Uh I mean as- she got a second one-on-one.
0: God damn. I know. Um, so anyway. That was that. I didn't, I had, like barely any notes. It was just like she felt better that she got to get out of her negative headspace. Uh, says he wants to comfort support from her family, gave her the rose. They go ice skating.
1: The and only real note fake that I bumps, have, snow. yeah, other than the fake snow, the only note that I have is that I think it's kind of sick that we had a sick in a good way. Oh, that we had a conversation
0: <laughs> like sick, bro.
1: Sick, bro. <laughs> um, kind of sort of about boundaries. Like, I like the fact that she. Wasn't trying to be cool with it. You know what I mean? Just because, like, m- she's like, oh, said, yeah, like hey, I loved like, it. Wow, but like, I, I hated TV, it, but like it was like, fun with you. Right. Yeah. Like, you, no, like, the like, the no, person I did not I'm like. Your like affection is trying to get me to do something. I'm on national television. Like, all of the pressure is on me to say, yes, I do like this. Yes, I have no beef. Like, I have no issue. And she still was like, no, like, I really wasn't feeling it. And I feel like that is something that, like, we as viewers and then the show themselves and then, like, the contestants who are um, completely necessary and upholding this facade in the first place, like, we all romanticize this show. Like, that's the whole fucking point of the show. But it's an insane idea. Like, the process and, like, the concept behind it is fucking bonkers. Yeah. So I think it's, like, super cool and super dope that we had one of very few conversations, like, we get to see of them and being like, of, honestly, like I'm really not feeling what we're doing yeah. right now. Like this was not for me. I, like we should do something else.
0: I was actually up until like the night portion when I was really seeing like how much Matt was like, kind of. At this point, I think Matt wants to have sex with her. He wants to have sex with everybody. I mean, he obviously, but like, I um. Wow, that thought is gone. No, no I made
1: i'll take you back to it because i had the exact same fucking thought and i tweeted it last night when i was like all i wish is that we could do like this season of the bachelor with the same like love is blind format because matt is clearly
0: distracted by yep sexual attraction and i think that he um like i oh i, I know what it was i thought yeah. that uh, that she was gonna go home like i was literally for for about i'm i, I unfortunately she had like kind of been spoiled that she wasn't Was she was going to get the rose because of previews in the episode they keep yeah. doing this the show keeps spoiling themselves um but uh the way this date was like vibing other than the music like if they're if they didn't have the nice twinkly happy bachelor music in the background i would have been like this bitch is going home like I, and not if, if not because of matt because of herself like I exactly. thought, she you could walk sense that out. she
1: was not into it. You got yeah. the
0: vibe that so, she just, like, wasn't feeling him like that. But she got the rose and on um, she went. So they got. Because the ice I skate think that
1: that's Matt's schedule. refusal to accept it. I think yes, that's yes, being yes, Like I yes. like you, and she's like I kind of like you, and he's like okay, but I like you. Like
0: you. He's like no, but I like whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Well, mm-hmm. anyway now we're on the group date which is only at night and we don't have a daytime so they not have a daytime. this is the second time this has happened this season i think this one actually had maybe this one seems like they probably had an actual daytime or they they didn't have an actual daytime date because they had the the after date and also kit when kit is talking to matt
1: which we'll get to she calls it like are one-on-one so maybe it was just like a long night
0: in which all of the women got no she was talking about her one-on-one date he was he oh. was talking about after i thought our she was talking about the date.
1: conversation that they had like in no. that one-on-one
0: time just prior no, she was talking about their date oh. okay never mind which, then. but which is also like mm, what like where remember. you're like yeah so uh so i don't think that this one had a night or a day portion because what i think this was was i think this was the night like the, the after part with Rachel, whatever they did with the concert, you know, all the way kind of a play for time. But the group date just happens and it's Matt's, t- Matt had the Peloton, was on the Peloton moment. They were doing a Peloton <laughs> ad as if there needs a fucking ad. He, uh, let me see. Oh, the converse, Brie telling Matt that she quit fucking her fucking job. Not only did she quit her job, she described it as her dream job. And then she was using it, but it's worth it because I'm here with you and for you. And, and I was like, Bree, no. I'm sorry, girl. No, no it's not. That. No. Not for that man. No. Please, no. Please, God, no. Yeah. So, so I was um, horrified by that. Um, <laughs> but she was, I, I also am horrified that he did not give her the rose after that conversation.
1: Well, that's.
0: The only substantial conversation that he had all night.
1: Basically. And, like, that's what's fucking annoying about it is because, like, he clearly didn't. Mm -hmm. This is one of those situations, and I think it was Peter who did some shit like this, too, where it's, like, probably we're seeing that the conversations don't fucking matter because you've decided who you want to spend the rest of the night with. So, like, I could tell you the right things. I could tell you everything that you want to hear and that you do need to hear. And, like, you have already made up your mind and you're not listening to me. So nothing is fruitless. The whole date is fucking fruitless. Because he sat there and was like, I want to go with Rachel. I'm fucking pissed that they gave Piper Temecula Road, which they were good, whatever. But then they gave Rachel Aloe Black. I know.
0: Fuck you guys. The racist gets the actual artist of color. I hate it. And Um, he's so,
1: he's like of of a different grade. But even just like the quality of his voice, like the sound that he omits, like the sound he puts out
0: is Yep,
1: angelic compared to the other people we've heard on this fucking show.
0: I know, and literally, I'm I'm just looking through my notes trying to find anything else of substance from these conversations. And it was just like Piper said, she was falling in love. Wants to meet his family. Abigail spirals. Michelle says that she didn't think feeling this way was even possible. I'm 100 committed to you. Abigail and Matt talk, and and he he sends Abigail home. Which wait when so abigail and matt are talking and i fucking hated this because i she knew everyone knew that he was going to send her home also matt does this thing with his mouth every time he's about to, to, to send someone home or to like do something like negative or say something bad or whatever it's like he puts his tongue up, up against his lip like and presses around if you're on there, i just you don't have, have any lips so i can't it. like yeah but it's he like presses his tongue back there yeah it's like if you look at if you like see a, someone who's like choose dip and just like that, that bump it. I do the same fucking thing. So I get it. And he's just like does that as this like weird moment of, of his thinking face almost. But anyway, um, Abigail's talking to him and she's like, I think we've had good conversations. We've gotten a little bit here and there. And, um, you know, she's like, I feel good about swapping insecurities. Like she's trying everything. But Matt tells her that he was so confident with their relationship after i gave you the first impression rose that oh it gave me the confidence to explore relationships with other women and now i like them better okay bye like straight what the up what was that what the fuck was that that was actually the, like the most like, the most heinous not the most heinous Ugh, god. if I he was so much, he does so much bullshit but like come on Matt seriously said it in her exit interview and she was like I'm always the one that makes men realize like that they need someone else better and then they choose someone yeah, else so i like oh my that. god and it's like I feel really bad because she's a Pisces and like Pisces She actually, oh my God, she also said the most Pisces thing ever to him. She goes, that she told him that she had been like, she was really picturing, you know, like family and kids and has always been picturing that her whole life. And she finally started picturing Matt in that place of like, oh, I finally started putting you in that fantasy. (laughs) Literally Pisces. Like, she's like, I started putting you in my fantasy and now you're not going to be in it. Yeah, it's just, it was, it was, it was unfortunate. Mm. And he says, that he, even though he was instantly drawn to her, he's got to send her home, and he says that she deserves someone who wants to put you first. I and, thought this is really weird yeah, because it was. Kit awful. did the.
1: Kit did this weird thing when she was exiting. Actually, we'll, we'll wait, we'll get there.
0: Yeah, we're almost there. So um, he tells the woman Abigail left. They all look relieved. Um, then Rachel has. Oh no, wait. Oh they're talking to each other sorry i, I realized okay my, no but yeah with rachel i wrote this thing rachel has a victim face for no reason and i'm like why did because I? Write she's
1: that? so worried she's so yeah. fl- all we've heard about this entire the only screen time we've gotten from her is her talking about how she's like panicking and yep. shaking and like if
0: he doesn't she's, choose she's me the it's over ring winner she's yeah, getting the classic ring winner edit it's so annoying she's getting the edit of the one who's like i'm wait i've been calm this entire time but now it's real and i'm freaking out because i love him um whatever so she tells matt that she says she feels like she's been searching her whole life for this and is worried about it he says that he's not with her Uh, when he's not with her he thinks of her which is also a classic bachelor to ring winner line that we hear is i think about you and i'm with all the other women essentially um and yeah that was that with rachel and oh he asks her mom he asks would your mom grill me and i literally wanted to like exit this atmosphere (laughs) The thought of Matt meeting Rachel's racist ass fucking family when they showed her family in the previous. Oh my God. But you yes. know, I'm, I'm so annoyed. Terrified. I'm terrified. You know it's I hate gonna, it. I hate it. Already. I'm not. No. I'm not terrified at all. You're like, let's
1: go. I'm terrified for, no, not even that. I'm terrified for like the reality of the situation because like. Yes. We don't know. No, what on show, on the TV, we know, fine. we know. On TV, and that's these exactly people, it. Like, like,
0: yeah. But it's just like thinking, I'm just seeing these people, seeing her family. I was like, oh my God, that's them. Um, And then I saw her dad who it's funny because I saw her dad and I was like, oh, yep, there he is. The guy that I Facebook stalked up and down to find her birthday and also his political views. Have you seen the meme of the two
1: people from St. Louis? Oh, the, ch- the couple from St. Wow. Louis with the guns. And it's like the meme of that that couple. When they meet Matt. Uh, it's like Rachel's yeah. parents when they see Matt walking up. And just Jesus. like, damn.
0: Yeah. So it's gonna Internet be is a brutal and place. anyway. Uh okay. So the last conversation that happens before the date Rose is given to Rachel, which whatever, um, is Kit who is on her earth sign shit right here, her Taurus son. She's straight up like, I have a plan for my life this is it. Um, if you don't like it, then buy. And then she says, what I want every Taurus, if you're a Taurus and you're listening to this, I want you to say this out loud to yourself and to everybody else around you. What Kit said, I am a long-term investment. Mm. I am not, I am not like, obviously, I'm not like a Kit stan. You know, I think she's a privileged you know white girl like privileged rich 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 girl
1: oh I enjoyed this episode I tolerated her for most of this but I actually like started to enjoy her this time no I I but like all the
0: I, reasons. I I it's like it's one of those things where I kind of like when I put Kit in a vacuum away from the money I'm like yeah cool dope but then I take her out of the vacuum and I see her life and I listened to her talk about her Gold Bentleys and her thing and her rideshare vibe, not liking the rideshare vibe and all of everything. And uh, seeing the picture of her and Taylor Lautner, that was jarring to me. So it's just like that shit where I'm like, oh, yeah, you've been famous. Like, you've been in this vibe. So- I had to think about it that way. But within this episode, I did enjoy her because I loved that she was basically like, I'm a bad bitch. I have this life plan. You better fit in it or not. And I think at that moment, Matt was like, oh, oh um. and she was like, ah, yeah. And anyway, See, I thought that
1: it was like badass that she had a plan. Like, I think that that's me too.
0: Like, I think that she it makes a lot of sense. that she However, was. She's though, so however,
1: honest. to go to a man that you are or to anyone to a partner that you're actually you say you're trying to like build a life with and to say like we don't compromise on this stuff shannon are you at where you thought you'd be when you were 21 absolutely not
0: absolutely my point
1: not. so like for her to sit there and be like this is how it's going to be no compromising i'm gonna ha- i can't have kids till 25, that's a 26. fucking that's
0: a fucking Taurus for you though
1: they like, all okay. think
0: they all think, oh. sorry my cat's on the. You're wait, fine. We, a- my cat's trying to climb the plants Mm. anyway um all right so yeah kit says that i'm not willing to compromise i'm a taurus basically i just she thought that was just, the i yeah she literally i thing. actually i want that i want any of those little sound bites i will not compromise i'm a long-term investment i want that so i can make a taurus meme about it because gotcha. that is the most taurus shit i've heard her say um anyway so like, matt gives so fake to me Yeah I know she's like it's
1: like fake it till you make it which I appreciate I think that's good to do I think that that works but it's one of those like is she actually that confident or is she just like I'm unwavering because I literally have to be like I lot it's like when you know uh, toxic relationships like I don't want to be leaving my mind is telling me not to leave but like I know that I must
0: yep well or Taurus which uh toxic toxic relationship I know I need to leave and then but I know I must stay and try to fix it most Taurus people, when if if you're, it's literally like if you know a Taurus who's in an, a relationship that's not like actively happy and actively good, and I'm not saying that like you can't have the argument here and there, but like generally Taurus people stay in relationships that they should not be in for way too long. All right, okay, whatever. I'm so fucking bored. Okay, um, yeah, whatever. Rachel and him dance to Mallow black uh, okay. And then we get. It. Where else are we at? Um, yeah, then we get the kit knock knock. Yeah, Kit's upset because she didn't get the rose. Yeah, the rose. she, I think okay. that, yeah, she was like, unless I for sure get the rose because he for sure wants me. It was basically, I mean, honestly, it was smart for her. Like, she was like, if I don't get the rose, I mean, I mean it's funny. It sounds funny because it's like, well, I didn't get the rose, so I'm leaving. Bye. But, honestly it's smart it's like i, I it. didn't get this rose before the one-on-one day i don't want to be subject to him maybe thinking that i might not be the one if he's going to be my family my famous mother cynthia rowley so i'm not going to make cynthia Rally, my famous yeah. mother uh fly out to Nemacolin to quarantine to do all of this if you don't want to meet this meet her so um that being said i'm out I <laughs> she fucking... didn't say any of that stuff but that was essentially what it was she that's that's what she was saying and right, what i and you know what i kind of love you know what, what i love about this moment what? usually in these self-elimination moments the bachelor is like upset or whatever she was fully dumping him like he was like no you should stay i'd love it if you stay and she goes no it's best for me to go <laughs> well it's like you really? know that they edited
1: that shit because you don't so so All we saw her say was like, he deserves someone better. He deserves better than this. And like, this is the best decision for both of us. And like, you know, that the words I'm better than this came out of her mouth and they just decided to cut it out. I know that that's what happened. No one can tell me otherwise. But um, I think that it's completely and totally fair to here's hmm, because here's what gets fucked up and here's where it gets like kind of gray is I'm all down for like. If he doesn't pick me, I'm clearly not his favorite. And if I'm not his favorite, then why the fuck am I here? Like, if I'm not his favorite out of the group, then I'm probably not going to win. So let me just, like, get out before he can get out. And that's good and dandy, and I support that. And that's fine. That's what Kit did, and I'm here for it. What I don't like is when people kind of try to do that, but they make it into, like, the ultimatum where it's, like, I'm going to go unless you pick me. And Kit was, like, you didn't pick me, so I'm leaving. Mm.
0: Bye bye. I loved it. I support. Me too. I support. Um, and I love it too because she was in all this fur and she just rolls in back to her his place like I'm in my furs. Goodbye. And she's also like I've been here before. I'm. I'm- yeah. Oh, I, I know where his house is. Like you know, <laughs> we had our date there. I huh, will leave my shoes you know, on. We Thank like dinner. Yeah, it's like fine. I won't be here long, Matt. Um, my Bentley is outside. Yeah. And well, like, I, I need to be- hated her five year plan, but I loved this. Yeah, she's like I'm on the way. This Bentley is about to take me back to New York City. I'm gonna have a meeting about my fashion industry, my life, and my money. And um, yes, and also, you know what? I also loved yesterday. The only thing she posted on Instagram was a smoothie recipe that I actually didn't even hate. <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, at the end of the day, I'll
1: give her this. And like, like I said before, like fake it till you make it. Whether it's real or it's not, I su- I support the attitude. But it's like, who? actually fucking cares like kit's like yeah because because we see people fall into the trap of like the bachelor becomes their life when they leave and kit's like no thank you yeah this is no longer beneficial to me i'm not a tool
0: Um, kit kit barely fucking posted about the show ever she that's it she She doesn't fucking need it she, yeah, exactly. She posted nothing in her fucking stories. The only thing she would post was she would post a regular photo. She was probably gonna post in her grid anyway, and then she just put on the bottom the copy paste. Watch The Bachelor at eight seven Central on the on ABC. Like, that's it. I'm no, Monday night. Kit's nights, got
1: the right mentality. Yep.
0: Yeah, she's like, I don't need the show. You need me, bitches. And that's it. It's like we see how
1: many people get chewed up and spit out by this show because they're like, I need this show so I could
0: be famous. And Kit's like.
1: No, I don't.
0: Yeah, she's like, I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> I am famous. Like, I know Taylor Wagner. I knew Taylor
1: Lautner. Brunette.
0: I yeah. still. <laughs> He's been a family friend. Didn't for a you long see time. me? I was brunette in that pic. <laughs> Ew. So like, you know it's so old. 2008. Not 2008. <laughs> yeah, actually, that that picture did age me. <laughs> I, what is uh, strange like we'll story. post the, i'll post the picture on the story um
1: that's the right, conversation okay. about After her being k- yeah right. i guess we gotta stop talking about it I just, I, just,
0: like, I just Yeah, i'm over it i love her but i just find that her? whole thing so is.
1: fascinating because nothing says nothing says like um not overbearing parent but like hard to please parent <sighs> yeah. than having than having a five-year plan like that like at 21 yeah, because I get oh the drive, I get being well, driven, I get ambition, but like to be so like I'm going to have kids. I'm it, it's all about my career from here, and then I'm gonna have kids at 25. And it's like you're lucky if you meet the person
0: by 25. So it's okay, <laughs> relax, take it easy. Yeah, fucking not that serious. 25 like- year old. Yeah, 25. Chill, chill, I just okay. <laughs> her plan stresses me out. All right, um, me too. That's why I'm like, damn, I'm fascinated, but like, whatever. Uh, All right, okay. so Jessenia has her one on one day, and we get to drift cars. and Ari is quaking in his boots. We had two Ari dates back to back. We had the bowling date that Ari had where Ari licked the yeah. bowling ball. And last time, and now we have the car date. We've never had drifting, though. This is new. We've had like racing, I think. I do. Like around a track. Drifter, though. That was what a cool job. That, right? Like random. But so we have this drifter, um, Matt uh roll they fucking drive he fucking flies in with the in this car and he steps out the front seat and then is like i'd be lying to you if i said i drove that car and i was like thank you i did not appreciate the fact that they parked behind a, a barricade thing and then definitely swap seats so that he could be in the front oh god a mess um <laughs> but then Justenia is in the front seat and she goes up first to drift to drive which goodness But Matt is such a goddamn clown. He's in the front seat and he goes, Let's go! Like the classic sports dude. Let's go. I'm like sports bro. I love the car. Yeah, I was crazy. But he is such a fucking clown. By the time he drives, he just runs into everything on purpose. He's like, I'm gonna run into that shit. I'm gonna run into that shit. And the guy that's in the back of the seat, the the actual professional is like, please stop.
1: Please. Well, I just it's funny to me that they had to you go first only because like do we trust Matt? Like do we trust? No,
0: they had to have to have her moment. Film. They had to make sure we could get to film. They so needed without footage her <laughs> being in, without her being injured in case Matt flung her from the
1: car too. If like all they fuck. got was footage of her with a broken arm, they'd be like, fuck man. They'll literally like, gonna shit, we put her first.
0: <laughs> no, they figured it out. Um, whatever was cute uh and then oh, at the end though love this moment for her she's like I've always wanted to try something and she makes him put her up on the fucking hood of the car this is a Scorpio who is all down for the sexy PDA vibe that Scorpio queen Justenia is like yes and she lays her ass back on that car and they make out and that was hot I was into it I was into it.
1: I, okay here's what's weird it's like I love it but I hate watching it on tv Um, But I love knowing that it's happening. Okay, you know I'll give it to you. But there's something about it happening on camera. I think it's because I'm like hyper aware of the fact that like I know how many people are standing there.
0: I know, right? Apparently, though, what I've heard and what you know, Becca always says they like turn around around and stuff. Right? No, that they that they become invisible to you. Well, that's what someone said to it. That it's like it's like a fourth wall.
1: But um, someone said. Differing. Maybe it was Dean. I think so- someone came out in an interview recently and said that the producers, like, try to, if they know that, like, something is getting steamy, they'll, like, they won't watch unless they, mm. like,
0: have to be watching. I mean, yeah, you could point the camera on and then turn around. Like, as long as you the know, camera most- guy is
1: watching, not the-, the producers don't need to be
0: watching. Yeah. But, and I- camera people seem worse. You know, people film all sorts of stuff. So, whatever, they make out, and then we have the night portion of the day, and it's really fucking bland they don't really talk about much she mentions the thing about wanting to be a rock again and then we get more convert we get more footage of the other women talking about how they don't think that justenia and him have chemistry than we do of them actually at the date Um, i would love to
1: see for myself
0: yeah right i'll say that yeah Jasenia says that her family would be anxious for her to find someone would be happy to meet matt um he's doing the tongue thing i literally wrote it again he's doing the tongue thing with his mouth again Uh-huh-huh. and uh then he picks up the fucking rose after he itms that their relationship is not there picks up the rose to reject her and then sends her ass home and need to know the Grim reaper things. goes gets her suitcase and all the women are thrilled
1: I have two things that I take away from this night portion and I tweeted this and the first is that like I don't know what Matt's calling is but it sure is fuck is not poker it's not any oh kind God. of like deception yes. Matt does not have it Matt don't Sagittarius ever
0: Sagittarius people in general no. are really bad at hiding their faces but he is really bad that is at fucking it terrible he can't he's the worst actor I've ever seen he can't even pretend to be into these people but, but, but it's funny because you can see also that he's trying to everybody. Yeah. It's weird.
1: It's so bizarre. Um, but then the second takeaway that I had is that, um, I, maybe this isn't really a takeaway, but the second thing that really stuck with me is I, my big mystery, the thing that I need solving this season is Are producers instructing slash advising him to pick up the roses And then put them back down. Like, I don't understand if like, this is something where they're like, okay, so what you want to do, like when it's time to give out the rose, you want to pick the rose up. You want to tell this person like, yes or no, and then give them the rose. And he's just like, okay, like I can follow the rules and like picks it up and is not equating to like, you don't need to pick it up if you're not going to give it out. Or is he like subconsciously doing this very like lack of awareness, cruel type thing where he doesn't even understand that he's like saying all these great things while waving a rose in their face. Any one of those women has been conditioned to think that she's getting that rose. And for him to just like put it back down is... Absurd. It actually upsets me to watch. Because you know it's happening. Because like you said, you can see it on his face. So we know when he picks it up that he's not giving it out. And
0: we're like, why are you touching it? Yep. Don't touch the rose, stop. But (laughs) he uh, rejects her and says that you deserve unwavering love and respect. Oh, and I mentioned that he said unwavering, which is something that Kit said to him that fucking knock, 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 night before, whatever, where she goes, no, I'm unwavering in this. She said that to him first, that classic Sagittarius, that classic mutable Mercury was like, ooh, I learned a new word, I'm just using it. (laughs) I'm going to use it now. I am also unwavering. So anyway. I can add that says, to my yeah, lexicon. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Mutable Mercuries. That goes for Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. All four of those Mercury signs are the classic, like, oh, I just picked up a new word, a new word, a new word. Okay. And it's simple. And, a, yeah, I got to repeat it immediately. Like, it was on his mind. So, yeah, that's that. And then we have the rose ceremony. And Piper. I had to mention that Piper looked so fucking hot. Her her dress was amazing, so gold. It was like gold, shimmery, beautiful. She was just so the Leo was stepped out in full form. Uh, and I also think that she wore a great dress for her exit,
1: <laughs> compared to what the other one. The other women seemed. Um dress down compared to they were all in black length of
0: the dresses they were all in black and like what serena was in red or something
1: stupid no stupid fucking rachel was in oh god i hated rachel's dress the sleeves
0: yeah the beige sleeves god girl what the fuck yeah i was not down for that your style yep great um the only dress i had liked on her this season i liked her green sparkly one shoulder dress that was like one or two episodes in rose ceremony dress it was cute i thought she wore it well and then one other dress i liked but whatever um anyway chris and matt talk for no fucking reason i don't care matt has a boring speech also don't care and then he gives away his two flowers left one to brie brie must have a record for the amount of first flowers that she got on Uh, all the ceremonies that um
1: rose quotient is a thing from game of roses for listeners who don't know But I believe that Game of Roses said on today's episode that she has the, like, craziest rose quotient this season. I bet.
0: Because um, she either has the first or second rose or a group date rose or a one-on-one date date rose. rose. Yeah. She's had, I think, two date roses, maybe. But um, anyway, uh, he gives Brie the first rose and Michelle the last rose, which means Piper goes home. Honestly, I... I felt like, other than the Serena P, I could have put Brie, at, Brie and Piper as a toss-up for him. Like, I pretty was pretty convinced on Michelle, but I was surprised that Piper, like, it just not quite didn't quite make it for the Sagittarius Brie. He he, he keeps... Now now Brie is the only fire sign left. Actually, wow, we are at top four. Wow. Uh, time yeah. for some real fucking compatibility to go. So we have Rachel... Rachel the Air Sign, Michelle the Air Sign, uh, Serena the Water Sign, and uh, Bree the Fire Sign. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that all the Earth Signs are gone, because I, I knew that I knew that by the end that Sagittarius would be done with the Earth Signs. You would never,
1: yeah. And honestly,
0: done. my I think after hometowns, uh, my guess is that the next order of business is uh serena p is out next michelle is out next and brie and rachel are top two which would be literally crazy to me if that was the case because Bree is a sagittarius stellium and rachel's a fucking libra sun and i'd have to i need to look at her a whole last year. i so i we- yeah, I mean, but I'm just thinking about like the astrological compatibility of that stuff is wild because Matt's a Libra Venus and literally they couldn't even. All right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day,
1: I can confidently say I don't think he's going to marry any of these women, no, regardless of what the Absolutely
0: next year looks like. Undo P, not just saying. No, I completely agree with you. Um, she has. Venus and Leo and Mars and Leo. Yeah, yeah. I think that... Oh, fuck. I don't know. I really want Michelle in the top two. I really want Michelle. I... That's my, my opinion. My opinion... Okay, so my opinion of all four of these is that the best astrologically suited for him is Michelle and also probably Rachel. But because I don't like Rachel and she's a racist, I want it to be Michelle. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be... A- she's got to be picking Rachel. Um... But yeah, so that was that. And uh, what is it? Oh my God, Serena C. What is this? This cut at the end, uh, the credits is like. Oh Michelle my God. does push ups to pump herself push-up. up. Yes. I love it. It was so it. hot. And <laughs> um, Serena C like cracks her back. Like, who the fuck? That was funny. So yeah, but all right. Uh, I know what you have in your hand and I. Um I don't think I'm changing my mind. <laughs> so
1: okay. Um what about I you? am going to change my mind. Ooh. Uh... But not actually. Like yes, actually. But not actually. I'm just trying something new this uh. week. And I'm going to try it on, and I want to wear it for a bit, see how it feels. Maybe I'll return it. Um, So your guess, as following, as is tradition, um, is a Sag moon and Libra rising. Yep. I have switched back to a Scorpio moon Libra rising, because I think, whoa. The, I'm, okay, okay, I'm gonna say this one sentence and I know that you're gonna know exactly what I mean. I think that Matt is capable, but I think Matt is dumb.
0: I don't think it's about capability at this point because I think, I well, think but I mean like, I think he's like, like I, I think he maybe. has
1: the like emotional depth. and I think he's got like all of these layers that you would expect that we haven't been seeing. I just think that he's non-communicative in the ways that he maybe should be.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Maybe, it's possible. I'm still pretty because I'm being convinced. super vague,
1: because I'm not, like I said, I'm not sold. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like trying fair. it out.
0: And also you're allowed oh, to have opinions, I Have the opinion. Well, because, like, Go back I just, to Scorpio moon. It's like pretty,
1: hard to argue with the Sagittarius moon reasoning like the logic that you've been presenting like it's a very difficult thing to be like yeah I don't think so I just like yeah you know I don't I know I didn't say anything but like I'm just "Mm." get it I get it I get it I get it I get it I
0: get it no I I also so the other thing too about this is that um The implications of having like a Scorpio moon versus having a Sagittarius moon is, so if this moon is in Scorpio, it just doesn't aspect any of his other planets. But if the moon is in Sagittarius, it's that moon is in the same sign as his sun sign. It's in the same sign as his Mercury sign. It's in the same sign. So it's it's aspecting these planets and a new moon in a chart, like having that in your chart, is kind of similar to a full a full uh, having a watery moon or a little bit more of emotional connection to yourself because that sun and the moon are in the same sign but with it in a different sign it's like a little bit of there would be a different there would be two sides to the identity of him and i think there is one side of the identity as far as sagittarius is it's just like different realms of it plus again back to just basic for me basic astrology of the fact that he relates way more to he does to Bree than he did to a Scorpio moon on the show so that's sure. where i'm at now that's just my logic astrology brain coming in because i know that moon signs are so important for relating to other people in the way that he describes the way he related to potentially michelle and brie So So This is also
1: under the filter of him being very self-aware and being on national television.
0: Yes, there's a lot at play. Many layers. Matt, what's your birth time?
1: Matt, please reach out to us. Please, God. Please. Even just to, if it would give you satisfaction to prove us wrong, I'm okay with that being your motivation. Just please reach out to us. Please. Hell Yeah. I'll please. keep reaching
0: out to you, but please don't block me. Yeah, please don't block us. Um, yeah, well, but anyway, thanks for listening y'all to this really very long episode. Uh, we, you know We had a lot to talk about at the, at the front and we appreciate you for sticking around for that part and for this part. And if you did stick around, um, how about you hit like on if you're watching this YouTube video, if you're listening to this somewhere, like us subscribe to us, rate us, do all of the things, follow us on Instagram, I do the roses align. We are trying to get this audience out and last week was a tough week and we were a little, I was, I was personally slacking on the Instagram. I also feel very stressed personally as a white person when I post anything on Instagram in a public space like that, that isn't actively contributing to the conversation. Like I didn't want to post like dumb astrology memes like it felt weird yeah. <laughs> and to promote like, our read own the podcast like right like promote the white lady podcast about about the bachelor about astrology like i we could take a chill also last week's episode of the show not our show the actual show the the, the game the bachelor was just fucking boring like whatever so this this stuff this week was more important to pay attention to to read about to digest understand it yes. so yeah but we're moving forward hashtag for chris harrison um and also oh my god i posted that video you sent me on the story i think that that person
1: oh like, my god yes the yeah TikTok, the vine. i TikTok. posted
0: that tiktok uh i think that person is chris harrison and how divine vine god where you Fuck did that come from oh my god but uh, yeah they, they yes. should play chris harrison
1: I love it. Honestly, I want to watch all those shows. Can we just get I into watch like TV them. production produce, and get it done?
0: I want yeah. to produce the murder one where it's like the all the lesbians are on The Bachelorette and none of them know who The Bachelorette is, but one person subtly manipulates everybody week by week, but no one knows who's manipulating them. That's the one I yeah. want.
1: That's what we're talking about, where that it's like be that be fucking game.
0: Lesbian drama. Oh,
1: God. You remember me. that, like, game you <clears throat> used to play at
0: camp where yeah. you, like, shake hands
1: with people and you, like, scratch their palm if you're the murderer or something yep. like or that. you
0: walk around and you, like, ask- you tap your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. So, so uh, Yeah. yeah. Follow us, do all the things. Love y'all. Yeah, I don't know what else really to say.
1: It. Um, thanks yeah. for listening. Like, rate, subscribe, it. Like everything you said.
0: Yeah, that's it. look at look at the uh, info uh, of this episode in the episode description for all of the vendors, all the places. Yes. You need to be Following, uh, and just like fucking, it's Black History Month. Fucking white people, put your money to black people. In, and also, any um, even if it's not bachelor people, go donate to something like go to don- donate to mutual funds or, you know, do something where you're like. Fucking contributing because just it's just crazy right now another <laughs> and it's always crazy. reminder
1: that if you are a white person then um the apologies for racist behavior are not for you so yeah. shut the fuck
0: up. we are discussing them but we do not accept them we cannot yeah. accept them we can discuss the meaning and what Our happens around whatever. it and what rolls through and what we think of the pr bullshit about it but we are not sitting here being like yes thank you rachel thank you no but like we can talk about it all we want but at the end of the day what we're saying in the grand scheme of things it it doesn't fucking matter so like yeah well if anything the, the the part for us that matters is us white people telling other white people who are probably listening to our podcast that like hey this isn't cool and like i said like if if real world and i say real world when i mean like out of the pit off of the instagram off of the bachelor world like when those bachelor watchers come talking to me be like can you believe they want to try to fire chris harrison i'd be like let me tell you about it oh honey they need to fire this motherfucker i would go off so the second anybody gives me that opportunity i am ready but i am not going to open this conversation with my rate with my very exhausting conservative mother if she decides to talk to me about this i will kindly be like yes this was bad but i don't need to talk to you about it okay bye i know you're never going to (sighs) change sometimes we just have to know like i just my mother is it's just hard anyway that's a whole other whole other rabbit hole love (laughs) y'all see you next week see you next week